play for fun. I play out at Garden City yeah. at the LA Fitness, and then I play at CLCF in Cranston. Okay. You you feel, yeah, this is the first time I met you, Renee. You seem like the silent but deadly type. I get that. <laughs> I get that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't like to talk too much. I just kind of, sometimes it just makes it more effective to just be like, the silent assassin would be like the Kawhi on the court, you know what I'm saying? No, no. Sometimes no. it's a it's a good good approach. I'm I'm working on um I'm working on developing that approach because I'm the loud mouth type. You know what I'm saying? Um and that comes with with it comes with some with some benefits. It comes with some downsides. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Saying? Um but hold up, hold up, because we just got right into it. And I just want to take a second. Welcome to Character Development. <laughs> Today I'm here with Renee Manuel Ramos. Fucking voice crack. Um, <laughs> character Development, right? You are um, a bag designer, Renee? Correct, yeah. Could you tell me about your bags, my brother? So uh, I've been making these tote bags and probably selling them, and I want to say seriously, for about like three or four years at this point. And I say seriously because like that comes with like actually building a website, and actually trying to get people to have these in like a business fashion, right? Because it's easy to like make something and like almost like sell it through like Instagram or just like to your friends and stuff like that. But um, even before that, though, I've been been making clothes, bags for and sewing just in general for like ten years. Yeah. So wow. it's been it's been a while. Um, but the bags has been something I think that has taken off and like what people. When people hear my name, it's kind of like associated with the bag. With bags, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So it's cool. It's cool that people put those two things together. No, no, for sure. Um, the the thing I found most remarkable about your bags was that you sew them yourself. Yeah. Um, how did you learn to do that, and what is that process like? So when I started sewing, it was I was bad at, you know, when you, when you start figuring stuff out, it's just like, you're never gonna, you're not always gonna be great at it, but my grandma had a machine, uh, a sewing machine that she never used, and she was like, if you don't take it, like, I'm basically just gonna, like, give it away and somebody else uh, could use it or whatever. Um, so from there, I just kind of, like, started piecing things together whether it was putting scraps together yeah. on like on like some jeans and then I really started to think about like how clothes are made like especially like t-shirts you go to like the thrift thrift shop it's a real easy way to like flip everything inside out and just be like okay like I can see how this is connected so you were like looking at the you're going to the thrift store and looking at the stitching yeah. and looking at the way they were put in you were actually looking at the, the fine details of the clothing yeah I mean it's and it, it like I did it with the thrift store because like being in school like I'm not gonna go to I'm not gonna go to like a higher-end store which like I want to make that level of um, product but the thrift shop was just so easily accessible so yeah. it's just an easy thing to just take a look at everything that's made and how it's made so yeah how do you feel the um the, I don't know if this is a word the hand sewnness of your <laughs> uh, of your of your work how do you feel like that changes or how do you feel that affects the quality and how do you feel that differentiates, you know, from like other other clothing people wear? Um, I mean, a lot of people are like, can make, I do make things themselves. I mean, I've just been through the process of just like figuring out what works for me and what like doesn't. Um, so I would say that just having the ability to like teach yourself how to do something mm. and then just 
kind of like follow through with it and not be able to like give up on it so like that was that's kind of just like how I did it I, I didn't go to school for it um YouTube was like my biggest friend and just like trial and error just like oh like this the, stitching it with this or like specific things like needles and thread and stuff like that it's like yeah. how does this affect how it's held together like what does it look like over time when it's used very roughly when it's when it's not it's like a lot of that stuff I had to figure out myself. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you do you love that stuff? Sometimes I can be a, I can be a nerd about it sometimes. Yeah. So it, I guess it depends on the conversation, right? It, no, no. I I ask because there's always like those little things like you know, I don't know, you might talk about it to your girlfriend and she's like, "Mhm. Mm yeah." All right. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's then, definitely been that that time. You know, because I've had that about, you know, all the nerd shit I, I nerd out about. And not, you know, I think that's a sign of a craftsman and like a kind of, I don't want to say a connoisseur, that's corny, but a, a craftsman and a tradesman. Somebody, you really, the only way you learn about the finer details of something and like nerd out about something is when you really, you really know it. And you yeah. also, not just know it theoretically, but you know how to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you finally, you said you were going from making, you know, a whole bunch of different random you know pieces of clothing mm. when you finally got to the bags um what what made you get to the bags so for the bags um i'm trying to remember it started with the fashion show so it was my first fashion show outside of school and keep in mind the school that we went to uh didn't have any like fashion programs or anything like that so yeah. me and my girlfriend started a fashion club at, at the school and that's where we were able to host like fashion shows, sewing workshops and stuff like that. Wow. Um, so it was like bringing something that like wasn't originally there to the school. Uh, but anyways, we did fashion shows there. That was the first time I really got to like get clothes in a fashion show. And then post school, um, I ended up doing a show for Raw Artists. I don't know if- Raw Artists? Yeah. Nah, what is that? So I want to say it's like a nonprofit organization that they put on a lot of, I want to say creative shows. In Lowell, right? Raw, raw Arts? Um, There's something, that, that name rings a bell, but go ahead. My I, don't, I don't think it's in Lowell. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's like originally in California, but they right. do it. They go basically like from city to city or state to state, and they do these creative shows where you have different artists of different mediums being able to like showcase their work. So we're talking about people that can draw, people that take photos, makeup artists. Um, they do a fashion show section. They do, I think they did dance performances as well. So like it's a very big variety of things. And uh, that's where I, that was like my first show post school. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I was putting some clothes together like for, uh, for a specific model. And it was a corset. And uh, me and my girlfriend were talking about it. We were like, you know, it would look really good with this corset as a bag. Yeah. But originally the bag was supposed to be like a cylinder shape versus now it's more of like that square, yeah, big yeah. square bag. Um, and it doesn't really look, the original one doesn't look like what's out now. Yeah. Um, but I started, I started with that and I remember the model that I had put it on, her girlfriend at the time was like, was like, yo, like you should make more of those. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to buy one. For sure. And eventually uh, it became a thing where I was just making some that were similar to that mm -hmm. to give to my friends just as like thank yous for like, cause I couldn't pay people back then to be models, <laughs> to be makeup artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I have to, I have to find a way to say thank you to these people. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like making them and giving them to my friends for free. 
So originally these were these were gifts of generosity, uh, not gifts of gener gifts of gratitude and appreciation. Yeah, because like you know, being a college kid or even just post college, you can't really pay somebody because you're worried about a lot of your own stuff, all of yeah. your own financial situations. That's crazy. So I was like, this is the best that I can do, and all of them appreciate it and still have them and still show me them to this day, and it's like holy, like yeah. it's crazy. Um, but that's where the bags originated from there. It just started to become like a consistent theme amongst photo shoots, shows, and, and a film at this point. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, I forgot to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up before the camera's off. I got the hat right over there. I saw it as soon as I walked yeah, in. Yeah. I was like, did you go? Did you go to the gallery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went okay. to the gallery. Um, we didn't get to chop it up at the gallery, did we? No, no, no. Okay. I, was, I went to the first one, and that was it. Um, okay. Because I was fucking all the way down here. Oh, uh, yeah. Shouts to boy Jimmy at T. Um, I don't know if you know him. I don't think so. Persona? Have you seen Persona around? I haven't met, so I haven't met him personally, but like through Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that motherfucker went at all three times. You know? That's big. That was that was dedication, bro. He was, you know, he was just really inspired by by the clothing, by the, the, the commercial, by everything that was going on. And like, you know, you were at the center of it. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Um... <laughs> Because, you know, that bag, your bags inspire people, bro. Um, what do you feel? How do you feel about that? Um, so on the third day, we did like a panel for the gallery. Okay, yeah. And we kind of got to talk about that a little bit. Um, but it was just a big thank you. Like, cause I met, so I met Mav first a couple years prior to like even meeting Adriel. Um, and... It was just crazy to that somebody could look at my, like something that I made and be like, yo, like this needs to be bigger than a photo shoot. In, in Mav's mind, in the word that he used, he was like, yo, like we should do like a production. Yeah. And I was like, I never heard somebody put <laughs> my work and production in the same sentence. Yeah. So it was like crazy to think of and crazy to hear. And I was like, all right, like let's do it. So ended up meeting uh, Adriel and he was like, I've been sitting on this idea and working on it for a while. Right, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was just like, I think your bags would be perfect. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like he already had something brewing, and he yeah. just kind of like saw saw the bag and was like, Yo, this is this is what's gonna complete it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, Wow, like I, I never would have thought that somebody would look at my work and and see it go that far. No, for sure. I know Adriel, and he talked about it on the episode. I just actually finished editing his episode today, this morning. Okay. I was up at like fucking six thirty in the morning. <laughs> I mean, mind y'all playing 2K an hour before that. You know? <laughs> so, it shows you, shows you the kind of time I'm on. Yeah. Um, but what you call it? Thank you for watching Character Development. If you've enjoyed the show so far, make sure you like, sub, leave a comment, turn on the bell for the, the, the notifications, leave a rating, five stars, do whatever you got to do to help us work that algorithm. We appreciate y'all. I'm going to put that down real quick. So he was explaining on the pod, and... He explained this to me years ago too. That, that part of the idea was inspired by this idea he had for this um, short film on on jazz players. Um, did he ever tell you about that? No. He so when he when he when I met him and he was telling me about it, he had a specific book. Granted, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah. I don't remember the book, but he had it physically, and we, and we were just like looking through the pictures and everything. And if you were to have that book today and look at the pictures that it's Mav one was, for one. it was it was like identical. It was yeah. just like matching the same time frame, but like it also made it very modern. But uh -huh. I, I think he he hit it. He mm. hit the mark. He hit the mark. Yeah. yeah. It, it, so he he mentioned the book in that the other part too. 
Um, and freaking, that's episode whatever, so go find that. <laughs> um, so this is a question I asked him, and so what do you, or what goes into the aesthetic of your bags? Like, wh- what is what is going on in your brain before you touch the fabrics? Um, definitely trying to see the fabrics first is like the biggest step, because really like I can make it out of absolutely any fabric. There's been bags that I've made out of like denim pants. So like it's possible to make them out of like any fabric, but I think I'm pretty picky with the fabrics that I use. And maybe I don't realize this, but a lot of people do refer to the fabrics as like nostalgic pieces that like, or nostalgic fabrics that like they they themselves have memories of. So it's like, it could be like from a couch, like that they could have had at their grandparents' house, curtains or, just uh, whatever it may be, but a lot of people have re- referred to like the fabrics as like nostalgic. That is that is exactly the word I would use for it. The way I described it was old. Everything mm-hmm. from the film, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. But, um, and you know what you said too. He was he, he was y'all were framing this old style in a modern way, and that's exactly every. That's the way I said it too, because yeah. that's what was going on. It was cool. Um, so the nostalgia thing happened on accident. Um, and something I thought I thought what you said was really interesting was, and this, you know you buy used fabrics for everything currently or you before. Um, not currently. I wouldn't say that they're. I guess like those same like nostalgic fabrics. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say it. It kind of depends. Like I don't know. Everybody has their own aesthetic. Like what they're looking for for their own work. Yeah. For me, it's just like I don't like anything that's too. Uh, that's too flashy. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the stuff that I get can blend very well with what you're wearing. Yeah. And even if it doesn't, you could buy something that I make in the few colors that are like standoffish colors, like a pink or a yellow. Yeah. And it could just work as your statement piece. It's it's crazy how it plays both fields of like being mm-hmm. subtle or being like a flashy flashy fabric. Cause it's just a bag too, and that's it. It's just one piece. Like, it's you know just what one mean? piece. Yeah. It's an accent over everything. Like as if you, if I just change the laces on my sneakers, they're gonna look mad different. Yeah. Um, freaking something I thought you said was interesting was that, like the fabrics carried history. There was something I'm paraphrasing, but okay. Um. The 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 fat the fabrics seem like they have history to them. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever, is, does that ever go through your mind? Like, what story does this fabric tell? Does this color tell? You know what I mean? When you, cause are they all one of ones, by the way? No, so at, they started out that way. Yeah. That was like how I had originally started it because so when I started, at one point I was working at Joanne Fabrics. So mm-hmm. it was like easy to see what type of fabrics they had and I was just like, okay, I can, I can pick whatever is there. Maybe it's something that's like about to be, like stop being sold there. Mm-hmm. But it was just like an easy way to get in touch with like fabric, be able to feel it, touch it, like smell it if you have to, you know what I mean? That's wild. It's just, um, but as far as like, kiss, I don't know. yeah, whatever it takes to just get the right feel for it. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but as far as like, I guess maybe like the history portion of it, it's, it's all dependent on the person. So I wouldn't say it's so much me going and looking mm. at the fabric and saying like this holds a lot of like history or like meaning to me it's more so i'm uh, making it and people can make those connections um 
themselves so like a lot of their reference points will be like like old furniture yeah so yeah. And going to your, your grandparents house or even your parents house and some of the fabric um on the couch maybe there's like a love seat maybe there's some curtains and it's like this reminds me of this so it's almost like comforting because of that i understand yeah there was um so damn i wonder because as a as a writer i'm always like I'm the one putting the meaning in, right? Mm-hmm. And writing is you. I feel like you can do that, and I think with certain mediums, I don't know. I wonder if it's is easy to project yourself into the the craft because clothes, especially because you know usually when you make clothes, you make them for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's for somebody like a book. Somebody will enjoy a book, and like and that is a way that it services them, right? Yeah. But when I put on a, a piece of clothing, I'm not just like servicing myself. I'm representing myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, yo, I was in Prive, <laughs> going through the mall with the Rob Rob Renee hat, and somebody was like, yo, Rob Rob Renee. And I was like, bro, what? You know what I'm saying? I'm over here breaking my neck. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo. And then I see Mans, and he's like, yo, you know, you know, I see that he got a bag too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh shit, he knows, my guy knows what's up. And then he walked into the Nike store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever he was walking into. Yeah. Um, and then I was interviewing these other cats, these these um, these dudes from Boston. Um, they had this brand, this brand called Beantown Ambition. Okay. Um, and you know, I I realized being around such extremely like experimental and creative people, how spoiled I've been. You know what I'm saying with like quote unquote quality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying these guys made a, a it's not it's not a complicated hat. It looks good, but what it does most impactfully is it is representing like Boston, mm-hmm. and they've gotten the sales they've gotten off the worldwide off the strength of the people who just are from there and love that place. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, how, so I guess this is a question, and I have a follow. We don't got nothing to really say too much about it. Do you think clothing is the is the art we project on the most? Project what? Like, like ourselves. Project ourselves. Um, I mean, for most people, it's like a form of expression. So I would say yes. Yeah. Like we're trying to just kind of like have people know a little bit more about who we are and like yeah. what we like to do outside of what now is like, you know, that social media image. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So being able to see like other people create, uh, you know, like products off their own brands Mm -hmm. and even just seeing stuff like the hats like and other like the t-shirts and stuff that were at the gallery it's like you get to see that like people are putting their own their own like almost like personal being into the work yeah i do feel like i relate to that in a way but i don't try to get caught up too much on it because essentially it's not it's not for me i'm I'm making Mm. it and it's it's whatever you want it to be like you have people that are aware as a statement piece you have people that will wear it as an everyday bag yeah. and it's like I'm just thankful that like you see the bag and you're not wearing it because like I'm your friend you're wearing it because you genuinely like it so like <laughs> what me and my girl talk about is like did they buy this bag because I made it or did they buy this bag because I made it so there's emphasis in certain words even though it's the same sentence yeah. so it's like you could buy it just because you mess with me or you could buy because you mess with the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. so part of the the, the the questioning there is like, cause I can keep a painting in private, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and that'll still be like self-expressive. 
But you know that that's funny the word the phrase you use a statement piece. Mm-hmm. Like we wear clothes, we're trying to we're trying to say something. Yeah. Generally speaking, um, I I committed personally to only track suits. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, it's just too comfortable, bro. Like I don't know the jeans. I'm sick. Of, yeah, you gotta stay comfortable. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Nah, nah, yeah. I'm 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 curious about like when will I have to enter like a business meeting or something like that, and then I pull up in my. And my joggers. Right. Yeah. But do you feel like you would bring a different a different you either way? If you have a suit on versus if you have a track suit on. Sometimes, oh no, I, I, I wonder about that, you know? Because as much as, you know, if I put a suit on, people are going to treat me differently. So it's everybody else and it's not you. But no, 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 hold on, hold on. But then I might treat myself differently too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I think it goes two ways, right? Um... And no matter what, the clothes you put on is going to change your psychological state because, especially when you got eyes on you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because, I don't know, you can wear whatever you want in private and feel no no type of shame about it. Mm-hmm. You out in public, you know what I'm saying? Who knows what you're doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or who knows what's ha- well, people, who, you're probably thinking what other people are thinking and they, they might not really be thinking it. You right. Know what I mean? Um... So no, nah, you know, this is actually I think a topic I've come to with a couple clothes designers now. I think really just Jimmy is the other guy, um, because there is that idea of identity involved in our clothing than more so than I think other pieces of art, because no other piece of art is as public. I'm rambling now, but um, no, I think that that's true. Yeah, you know, you when you leave the house, you're wearing some clothes. If somebody recognizes the brand. It's very easy, you know what I mean, to make that connection. No, no, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, my, my next question is around conflict and struggle. You know, in your journey, you know, learning to make the to learning to make clothes mm. and, you know, then zeroing in on the bags, what have been some moments of conflict and struggle that you've had to overcome? I think the biggest thing is like will people like it? Will people like it? Yeah, I think that's usually the like one of the first things that a lot of I say artists because even if you have a brand and you maybe you yourself don't consider yourself an artist, like you're creating something that people will see in that in that manner at some point in mm-hmm. your career or just in their life in general. So um, my biggest question and biggest struggle has just been trying to figure out if people will like it, and even now today, um, it's like. I could see people wearing it. Uh, we could go out somewhere, like, and meet up with a couple friends, and like, nobody could know this, but they all end up pulling up with a bag. So it's just like, it's it's not like anybody is like, yo, we're gonna wear the bags. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like one of those things that they just make that decision themselves, mm-hmm. and it's like that. Seeing that has definitely made the will they like it question or right. struggle. It so, makes it like disappear, yeah. but it's temporary because. You're always trying to come up with something new at the same time. Mm-hmm. You were so, trying to innovate. Yeah, so trying to do that, it, it it keeps raising that question. It's like, okay, people might have liked this before, but like, will they like this new fabric now, or will they like this new bag design now? Yeah. It's like. So the question always comes up again. It always comes up. Yeah. Do you do you feel like you just kind of learn to deal with the question? More so than you are just like answering the question every time. Sometimes you just gotta talk it out with yourself and like mm. with people you like that care about you and that you care about as well. So me and my girlfriend, I'll go to her almost like at the most random times and just be like, "What do you think about this?" Yeah. And then it'll almost turn into like a therapy session of yeah. like why I'm so worried about it. 
Okay. And like, I, it's almost like talking myself out of making it. Wow. So it become it becomes like this whole this whole like like I said like a therapy session yeah. of why I shouldn't feel that way. I you know I feel that throughout the course of making this this show I have I have wanted to quit multiple times and it's honestly just off the strength of like self doubt you know what I'm saying um, because in my in my head I have certain options available where I could I could kind of just play it safe yeah you know what I mean. But you're doing the risky thing. And that's why I think it comes with so much anxiety. You know, um, what... Fuck, I think I had a better question than the one I have now. I forgot it. It's all good. <laughs> what is, um... What have been some, some struggles, like, on the on the actual, like, business and in starting this... And running this as a, a business and an operation? Um, man, there's a lot. I can't even lie, but... Just to work myself to the point of like even building a website was, was pretty tough because I, I was originally doing it like a if you know, you know type of thing. Like I wasn't trying to do it like on any type of platform. So when I originally started like selling them, it was just like through my Instagram. Like people saw if you liked it, just hit me up and like we can we can work through it. And then eventually I worked my way to Etsy and I was just starting to sell some of them on there. And then eventually I just kind of felt like it was time to create a website yeah um and i think the biggest struggle with like that just like working yourself up to that point is just continuing to believe that like it's worth that so it's, it's, it's like worth f- that yeah like that? so it's worth it's worth a business in the first place right? okay because like i could look at it and say like i think it's great and i think it's worth it but like are people willing to like pay for it mm-hmm. and actually like actually buy it and yeah. like keep me basically like keep me floating and like progressing towards whatever the next goal is. So if that next goal is just to sell more bags for the year, so be it. But if like let's say it's to get into like a storefront at some point, it's like just helping me get to that point. So the struggle of like I would just I would just say figuring figuring out is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah. Like to keep going. Is it worth it to keep going? Is it worth it to get started? And more often than not, you're gonna find that it is. It's just it takes a lot to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do, you ever, do you ever have nights you can't sleep? Sometimes. <laughs> I my note section is like I'm a pretty organized person, but my note section has always been the place where like if I have an idea, even if it's late at night or even just a random thought, I'll always put it down. Mm-hmm. So like it could be like a new piece idea that like I I know I won't work on until like some time down the line. When you're scrolling looking for inspiration or something like that. Yeah, or just having like a I could say, we could say like a negative thought about like should like, is it worth it right like it, let's say the question pops up again it's just like I, I look through my notes and I'll be like oh like I keep track of like uh, like how many bags I've sold throughout yeah. and so. I like look through it and I was like, if it wasn't worth it, like all these people wouldn't 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 be on this list right now. Okay, okay. Does um does your ego ever come into play? My ego? Yeah. Uh I think it used to. Um, because me and my girlfriend used to talk about this. There was a point where I really felt like I deserved everything like right right away. Yeah. Because you see people like overnight sensations, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to get in my head about that and say, like, well, why isn't that happening to me? I don't wanna have to sit here and go through the hard route of like, let's say one day, like getting somebody's coffee or something like yeah. that. <laughs> so like, that's when I felt like my yeah. ego and my pride was really stepping, stepping, mm-hmm. like getting in my in my own way. 
And then eventually, I think after just having a lot of conversations with my girl, it's just always been very like level headed. And I feel like a lot of people look at me and are like, yo, you're being too humble. You're being too modest now. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a way to keep me grounded. You you need to do it. I understand. I understand completely. Um, fuck, bro. Is it... Because you, do you ever feel, you know, especially when the business is good, like just that temptation to just be a, a bastard. Not a bastard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Basically just like talking shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's, there's times when I feel like I could, but like... That only satisfies me. In, in my own opinion, I think it, it would only satisfy my own like urges to be like, I'm really the one doing this. When really it's like, there's so many people that have helped me get to this point. Yeah. So if like, let's say I do a backdrop and like it sells out, which it, it like, that's how it's happened so far. I'm just like, man, I'm just thankful that people are even buying it. And people are here to like want to buy it in the first place. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like initially, I think everybody's ego would kick in and be like, I got to talk my shit. But there's also some times where you can, you can just kind of like keep the wins for yourself. Keep the wins for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Because I think a lot of times, like a lot of people we see like are definitely big on like exposing wins. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's cool, you know what I mean? You want people to, to support you and, like, mm-hmm. know that you're that you're on the right path. But I just, I like the silence. It, I, it, 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 almost, it almost feels, more, it makes me feel more content, for sure. I, I agree. Um, I felt that, and part of my, my feeling with that has always been, you know, one thing I've always feared is actually resentment. Um, and that, you know, I can be very full of myself. Mm. But I, I try to check myself when that starts imposing itself on other people. You know what I mean? Something I thought you said was interesting was you said that only serves you. How important is, is you know, a kind of like selflessness or like altruism for you? Or like just doing things for other people? I think it's really important. I mean, just as far as like kind of like how the bags even started as a gift. Mm-hmm. I feel like that in itself really... Sh- made me made me realize like how thankful I was for other people and yeah. like thankful that they were that they even saw potential in me to like create something you know what I mean so I think being like selfless has gotten me to a lot of got gotten me into a lot of conversations even while not being there and like people upholding like my name to a certain yeah, standard yeah, yeah, yeah. and like Basically, take taking care of your name when you're not in the room. That's 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 crazy. I never heard it put like that. That's a I love that though. Um, reputation is one of those things that is tricky because some people can manipulate reputation and you know yeah. put up a front, um, and then that messes it up for everybody else who actually might have a, a good reputation. It's true. Um, um, man, fuck. All right, it's good. This is good. This is good talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm loving the combo right now. Um, let me think, what were, what were some key breakthroughs in the development process? Moments where you went like, aha, like I got it, like I figured it out. Oh, that's tough. When I feel like I figured it out. It's, I feel like this might sound weird, or maybe not weird, but like, I definitely feel like I can get nerdy with this. Yeah, But yeah, like yeah. something as simple as like picking the right picking the right colors for like fabrics and stuff mm-hmm. um, and it always being like consistently white on the inside 
um, like the piping that's in between like all of the seams, um, the fact that there's like no stitching on the outside of these bags. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like all of that has definitely, when I figured it out and I was like, I figured out how I could finally do it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh damn. I was like, this is, I was like, to me, this is like the best, this is the best thing that I could have like yeah. thought about. Cause I've had like, I've had other friends who also like design clothing, um, like look at these and almost like inspect them and like, be, and ask me the question like, how did you put this? Like, how did you put this together? And ever since I heard that, I was like, I always want people to like look at the things that I make and say like, how did he put this together? Yeah. It's not like a, it's not like an extravagant piece that you would see maybe like, like Fashion Week runway type stuff where you're like, how does that? Like, how did that even get put together? But like an everyday piece that you see somebody wearing like a regular bag, and it's like, how? How did that get put together? Like, what are all of those, like, little extra steps that he had to take to put that together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so... Those are big breakthroughs for me. It's, it's part of the fun. This is part of the fun for me. It's, it's like having my audience figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I've had two people read my book. Who am I talking about? Audiences figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Um, they will figure... I hope it's as deceptive as I, as I plotted. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's... there's I bring it up because there's joy in the... Um, Cause you you're having a relationship with your audience right there. Basically, you're 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 creating it in such a way where, you know, first of all, there's always gonna be this like, all inspired reaction. Like what? You know what I mean? Um, and then there's the investigation, and there's just this this discovery. So it's like every. So do you feel that every new bag is a new discovery? If it's not a new, a new discovery, I definitely feel like people are inspecting something different on it. Whether it's just the fabric, like I feel like something that has come up consistently is like, people always say like the quality of the bags or the quality of the fabric. And I feel like that means a lot cause there's not a lot of times where I'm like, this is like, this is like the worst quality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course it's, I want it to be as good as possible. So like I like to touch it and stuff like that. But when somebody else comes to me after they bought a bag and they're just like, the quality is just so great. Like I yeah. love it. I feel like I could, I could like, go through anything with it. I feel like textures are definitely an underappreciated part of our um, like sensory experience. Yeah. Like to touch something and just to feel, just to feel it is crazy. We have five senses, you know. What I'm or saying? even to know what it feels like too, because there's a lot of things that already <laughs> exist in our world, and you could look at it and be like, I know what that feels like. Yeah, yeah. But when people look at the bag and like they have to touch it, yeah, yeah, it yeah. like exposes that. It's like that's oh, crazy. Wow. I never thought about that. No, that's a good one. Um, shit. Oh, that's a good one. Um, what do you feel? Or how do you feel? Would you consider yourself? Like, a small business? Like, uh, you still, like, running on the local level, you feel like? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, just me. Like, yeah. it's just me, and then, like, my girl is there to help me along the way in any way that she can, so. Yeah, yeah. Very, very, very small still. Okay. So, the reason I ask, how do you feel about the state of... And I'm not necessarily asking you to judge other people's products. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But how do you feel about the state of local clothing and local um, clothing manufacturing? Um, I guess it depends. Like, if you have somebody that aspires to, like, 
put more work out there like that's always the goal is to just get it out more and more and more so if you're trying to like mass manufacture something of course it's because you believe in it and you feel like it's worth getting it to that point and stretching worldwide right mm-hmm. like that's that's kind of like your like i feel like for the most part like that's the goal for a lot of artists is to just have everybody anywhere be able to see what they've made even if they can't physically get their hands on it mm-hmm. um so as far as just like people aspiring to get that big I don't see a problem with it. That, that's that's a goal for a lot of us. I think we want to be bigger and better than what we were yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, I would say as far as manufacturing goes, there's always like pros and cons that come with it, right? Especially as you get bigger. But to keep in mind that there's like safe ways to go about it. If you're the sole person that's making everything, like and, and eventually you feel like it's worth it, yeah, take, you know, take the shot. No, for sure. No, I asked because my boy, he's a beekeeper. He sells honey. Okay. And random as shit, right? Yeah. Like, who the hell beekeeps, man? Um, and one thing he was telling me, though, was that he wants to maintain, like, he wants to stay small. And he does, because he doesn't, first of all, he doesn't want to go through certain legal hoops. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's, 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 there's paperwork on every level. Certain business aspects that definitely are excessive, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, but it's also in part that, Man wants to keep um, a certain level of integrity, yeah. um, not just live like in the honey, but in the brand because he started it, you know, with his with his dad. Like it's his business, but like yeah. he was beekeeping as a hobby with his pops. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It was just this thing they bonded over. Um, but like that's that's at the heart of like that brand, mm-hmm. um, Divine Honey. If you are in the Westchester <laughs> County area. Of New York, you know what I mean? Holla at my boy, Divine Honey. Um, I put this shit in my coffee, bro. What do you feel is at the heart of, besides gratitude? Because I feel like gratitude, I could, you know what I mean? If you're going to say gratitude, I'm, I'm going to kick you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we've talked a lot about gratitude. And it's important, you know what I mean? But what is at the heart of, of your brand and your designing, you know, strategy and your, your, like your goal, like what is the aim? What is the aim? I feel like that's a good question that I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it could be something like still trying to figure out if it's not gratitude, cause like that is a big portion, but um, if it's not that, it's definitely still something I have to figure out. All right, all right. Yeah, especially as a small business, like nothing, nothing really comes right away yeah yeah so sometimes you just gotta like think on it and it doesn't it doesn't happen right away so i might still i might still be figuring that out to be honest with you yeah yeah, yeah. Father, are you guys in a rush because I, I could keep going oh no not at all uh, no, okay. no. How, do you ever feel like you're um trying to build the plane while you're flying it yeah sometimes you gotta roll with the punches right <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just like there's a lot of stuff that happens unexpectedly that you just kind of have to work with. Mm-hmm. I think that just comes with whether it's being a small business, you know, a local artist, whatever it may be, there's a lot of stuff that's going to come your way and you may not know how to handle it at first, but once you once you start to like once you start to go through the go through like the motions, you'll start to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why like for me I haven't really figured it all out as far as like what is at the heart of like what I'm creating as far as a brand, mm-hmm. but as far as like the things that I make for other people, of course it would be just to say thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of you know I was talking with Adriel, and I'm always talking to Adriel, 
But the, especially for artists, sometimes you don't know what the fuck you were doing until you like you're done and you look back. You're like, oh, that's what was going on. That reflection really hits you. It hits different when the mission is complete, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm sure he felt that way once the film was, like, finally, like, finished. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was, like, man, there were some... There may have been some times where he wasn't sure what was going to happen. I mean, he, me and him have obviously talked and stuff like that. Um, but he was able to to get a lot. Mm-hmm. get Or figure out a lot once it was done. Yeah, yeah. All right. We might be wrapping up soon. Y'all got one last question. Mm-hmm. Really, might be some follow ups, but you know. So you said you started the bags two or three years ago, or four. Uh seriously, like seriously, be, yeah. be, like selling them seriously about three or four years ago. All right, okay. In these three to four years, how do you feel you've changed as an individual? I think I've become. I don't like. I'm not a big bragger. Um, but I definitely feel like I've become I've become more humble. I think. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I, that's been like a bragging big, about being humble. Can you believe this guy? Yeah. Well, it's like being content, right? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Just learning to learning to to take your wins and your losses like in silence and actually like grow from the grow from them. I think another thing too is uh, like the change in perspective. So like initially something may come your way or like you want to work on something and it doesn't work out right away. But, you know, it could be like a, the next day, the next week. We could even say the next year. You have a different perspective, just like what you've gone through in life. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It, I think just having the, being open minded to a lot of different perspectives and just like hearing people out, I think has really has really definitely um, helped me along this. All right, yeah. You said you use that word content multiple times now. Mm-hmm. You just love that word? I do. It's it's similar to being comfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people say, like, being comfortable can kind of be scary sometimes because sometimes you maybe don't accomplish the things that you want to. I feel like we've seen... we've. We've maybe seen conversations like this before, but I don't know. Being content and being comfortable are very similar to me, and it's it just brings happiness. I don't feel like I need to stress yeah. about as much. Interesting. I, I feel like the difference between contentness and comfort, because, damn, son, they are very similar, but, you know, I feel like content is more about accept, like acceptance. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just take things as they are. Mm. I mean, you still got a job to do. Yeah. But you just, you're not mad at life or whatever the hell you feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yo. Brother, you know, I got, I'm all out of, I'm all out of questions. <laughs> I finally had the bright idea to, to just have a list of questions ready for every interview. Yeah. Because there have been multiple times I've been in the middle of this, like, uh. Trying to figure it out. Yeah, like, this is my boy. Like, we talk every fucking day. Like, I mean, not every fucking day. You know what I mean? But. Um, yeah, the interview process is a little different than just a, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It, it's, it's different. It's weird. I'll put yeah. like that. So, camera on so now that you have a list, like, do you feel like there are still times where you're kind of like stumbling for questions? Yeah. You know, and I need to keep my fucking pen and paper on me too. Cause you know, it always just be a word somebody mm. says, and then that one word will take me down. However many paths it'll take me down. Um, Cause I I just got this big ass ADHD brain and I am bragging I got a big ass brain. Um, <laughs> this shit is like a library, bro. I just got data in here. Yeah. Um, so nah, yeah, and it's just sorting through that shit is hard, bro. Um, 
that's my skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's good, man. I feel like sometimes, sometimes I wish I was like able to have that much, basically like have, have that much space to like go through different things. I do feel like I'm organized most of the time. Yeah. But I wish my mind would just like go to different places sometimes. Yeah, yeah. As then it's like different interests pop up, you know what I'm saying? No, no, for sure. It's cluttered in here though. And as, <laughs> as an organized person, I don't know if you want to deal with that. But that's one thing I have like, nah, man. Um, It's, fuck, bro. You see what I'm saying? It's, just, all, it's all good. Um, Nah, and it's a balance, yo. Because truthfully, I'd rather be like you sometimes. Bro, you don't want to go into my room, bro. It's not dirty. <laughs> it's just I need to go. It looks like what my brain looks like. But there's a system for you that like, even if you yeah. don't actually think about it, it's there. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's like, I may have my system that works for me, no, but like yeah. you have your system that works for you, and it's like, we always want, basically we want the things that we don't have. We always want the things we don't have. Yeah. We always want the things we don't have. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely, I feel like I relate to, I relate with that as well. Like, you may feel like you want to be a little bit more organized, but there are some times I feel like, I wish I just was able to just be like, in my mind, it's like free-minded. Yeah, yeah. And you, there isn't, oh. there isn't like a thought really that you have to actually like, focusing on all the time uh-huh. and it just gives you i don't know it can give you a lot of different inspiration from different avenues man like yeah the sky's the limit right no for sure i feel like no this is why i'm a big believer in that humans need to roll in packs because if i don't have people like you in my life i will f- remain unorganized like you know what i'm saying because <laughs> whenever i look at you know i'm the only motherfucker who got a who got a roommate bro you know what i mean but we're called the opposites because I look over in his room, it's clean, it's perfect. I look over in my room, like yeah, I gotta, I gotta clean my shit up now, don't I? You know what I mean? Cause you're just <laughs> making me look bad, right? Um, but I appreciate it though. How do you feel? You know, the amount of times you said my girlfriend, my girlfriend, you know what I mean? Like she's had your back. Um, mm-hmm. It has seemed. You know how has that? How has that support network been? And what's that been like? I feel like it's been like what everybody needs that's at, at any given moment. Yeah. I feel like behind every, it could be like an artist, it could be a designer, it could be whatever it may be, there's mm-hmm. always there's always a rock. Okay, there's always, there's always a rock. There's always a rock. There's always somebody that's holding them down and is like there when they need them. And I feel like, just like a quick example was like seeing uh, like LeBron's wife just basically talk about like I've, I see what your day to day looks like even though everybody else has all these different narratives about who he is as a person and a basketball player it's mm-hmm. like she is the day she sees the day to day she sees the hard work and is there to pick him up on his on his bad days yeah yeah so i feel like a lot of people don't have that but i feel like they need it yeah, and no. it could it can come from different avenues. It could come from families. It can come from relationships. It can come from friends. It can, it can come from anywhere. But I think that everybody deserves that because mm-hmm. it's like she's literally been the person to to basically keep me going with this. And I'm just like, man, I don't even I didn't even believe in myself as much as you believe me at certain points. Yeah, yeah. So. Shouts to you, Joe. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay, yo, real quick before. That's, that should be a wrap, bro. Before we wrap it up, I'm going to go grab this hat real quick. All right. I will force it, 
and I shouldn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What? Like, I would extend this conversation more than it needs to be, and I shouldn't. We're at a good place. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel good with it, but, like, I'm also, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you got questions at any point, you know what I mean? Fire. That's the thing, brother. You know, I don't... Fuck it. We'll run it for a few more minutes, bro, and we'll see what's good. You got anything on your mind today? Is that, is that cool with you? <laughs> Y'all got anything on your mind today? Um, on our minds. Yeah. Just overall. What's good? I should have had this shit on the whole time. Yeah. Man... You know it's crazy. So I I had gotten a hat from the from the gallery, but I was telling because um this is the first time, not the first time, for my like mom and sister, but this is the first time my dad was able to be at yeah. anything like that I had done artistically. Okay. Um, and it was like a different experience. You're just saying you know things that like have on my mind. Um, it was just like overall a different experience. Yeah. And the only hat that I had was was this one. And I was like, I, I was, I forget what, what the conversation between me and him was, but eventually it came back to like, he's like, yo, like, is there any way I could get a hat? Yeah. And I think that they had just sold out of them. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I was like, all I got is like my own hat, but like basically just like, you can have it. Yeah, who do you give it to? My dad. Your dad. My yeah, dad, yeah. yeah. A lot of times I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've personally had, that is like the one-offs. So like it was a hat for my dad. Uh, somewhere a couple years ago, I had the first magazine that I was like, I had my stuff in. And I was like, I only bought one for myself. And I was like, let me give this to my mom. Because I feel like she would appreciate it like yeah, a lot yeah. more at this time at least i don't know no no I, just I, random but it was just seeing the hat just made me think about like i really just i want i want them to like treasure it because i know that they'll treasure it more than i will no i think that's important and i'm gonna ask you for some advice right now because yo i hate sharing shit with my parents bro <laughs> absolutely you know what i mean when my book is out i don't think they're gonna get a copy Really? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. At that point, I have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but that's always... I don't know why I've always been afraid of what are they going to think. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I've, I think the rest of the world could give a damn. You know what I'm saying? My parents, though, like, that worries me. You know what I'm saying? I actually have trepidations. Like, I've been telling my dad for, for weeks now, what have you been working on? I was like, don't worry about it. I'll show you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm gonna show them the podcast yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to. I got to. I got to. It's like there's more. There's more like, they're more honest. Like there's there are people that are closer to you, so you know that they're not gonna they're not gonna yes man you to death. No, nah, but that's the thing though. My parents would. Oh, that you think? They 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 they're the type like, like oh good job. You know what I mean? Especially some shit like this. Like they just they have their own ideas. It's not like clothes. Like they wear clothes too. Yeah. They do not write. They don't know nothing about podcasting and YouTube. This is all young shit to yeah, them. Okay. Like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And that's also part of what, what got me. Um, and I think personally, too, you know, not even per- but, like, it'd be easier for me to share stuff with them if I was on a more traditional route. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because they've always been kind of more traditional people. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's like, y'all do all this, this crazy nonsense stuff, and it works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know how to explain to them how it works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm rambling now, but I want to get your take on how you how you feel about sharing stuff with your family. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's, that's different than sharing stuff with the community. 
You okay. Know what I mean? Yeah, I would say even just stuff some like simple as like sharing information okay. um about like when we were when we were in school and like uh had the fashion club and like had fashion shows and stuff coming up. Um I feel like at certain points my family wasn't always the first people I would tell. Mm-hmm. Um similar in like feeling a little bit of fear like would they look at me weird, the fact that I'm doing, like, these fashion shows and, like, making clothes and stuff like that. However, my mom has never given me a reason to feel that way. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I think it's more of, like, a, I'm just, I'm just thinking that they'll, that they'll judge me when they really haven't. Um, So, my mom has always been there. She's always supported me, my sister as well. Um, I didn't always have my dad in my life. Um, That was just up until a couple years ago. Really? However, ever since he's been back, I mean, the fact that he popped out to the gallery was like a huge, yeah, a yeah. huge like win. It was like I didn't, I didn't have you come to like things like my basketball games growing up, and like I would always have my mom, my grandma, my sister, and they've always like rooted me on. They've always been in that, in that like number one fan club. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, I've always appreciated that. So sharing information with them, sharing like. Even if I'm just like giving them like bags and stuff like that, it I feel like it may not always be my first thought, but I feel like eventually I come around to it and I'm just like, nah, nah, like you deserve it. Like yeah. I want you to have this because like you got you helped me get to this point. Like you're another rock in my life. Mm, okay. Do you feel like you know, and not even just like giving them a bag, but sharing information mm. is is rewarding for them? You know. I've seen my mom cry in a lot of these situations, so I feel like Damn. it's rewarding. Um, I remember the first fashion show that we put on. I feel like she hugged me, and I can always tell when she's crying because, like, this that you extra can tight hug, yeah, the extra yeah. tightness in the hug. Yeah, um, they're not gonna let you go because they know no. as soon as they let you go, you're gonna see the dude. Yeah, between like fashion shows or like, um, like just the gallery in general, like I could feel that like my mom has always been proud and just like happy for me. And then like also at the gallery, like I remember hugging my dad before he left and I felt that extra tightness as well. And I was like, I was like, this is crazy. This is is a crazy moment. That's wild shit, man. Okay. I feel like you gotta, you know what I mean? Even if it's difficult to share information with your parents on like what you're doing, I think eventually you'll learn that like they're just proud. And it's not yes man in you. Um, it's more so just like keeping you going, keeping you motivated and inspired. It's like, yo, you got people behind you that are rooting for you. Okay. So you gotta like, it's almost like you gotta share this information at some point. Yeah, yeah. Cause like that's, that's your reason for moving. Damn. It's it's almost this like reciprocal like feedback loop, you know what I mean? You know, they root for you, you keep going, you keep going, they root more and you keep going harder. Um They just happy to see you moving, you yeah. know what I mean? And damn man, I think that's good for people's mental health to see other people do good. My boy Hashem, um, the violinist here in the in the in the studio space, mm-hmm. um Sidebar, I'm going to need to cut out the fact that this is my house. Like, I can't <laughs> let nobody know that. Um, what you call it? You know, man over there, he told me, a word, he's Muslim. He told me a word recently. Um, hope I'm not butchering it. Um, 
mashallah, mm-hmm. and you say it at a time when someone does something very great, but you don't mean it in an envious way, and you don't want to express any envy, and you want to like wish them further blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause it's like I said too, like about I said this earlier. One reason I've always refrained from bragging. Mm-hmm. I'm a very arrogant person. Like, I won't <laughs> even hold you. I am. Okay. Um, and I have. It's because that resentment. Other people see you do good. They. It hurts them. You know what I'm saying? Um, for whatever reason, it hurts them. You know what I'm saying? And so when that when someone does good, mashallah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Blessings, my brother. Keep been, doing good. It's funny you say it. There have been times I've seen people doing like greater than me in situations, and I I think it's pretty normal to have like that like almost like internal conversation and being like almost upset, but not with them, okay. but the fact that like you're not producing the way that they are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That you're not getting the reception that they're getting. Yeah. But I think it more it more so comes down to just being happy that people are following like their, dream. their dreams you know what yeah. I mean like there's enough space for all of us there's no reason for anybody to be cutting each other down so like that's real talk I want to see I want to see I want to see you grow with this the same yeah. way that like other people that like other people maybe want to see me grow with things too so yeah yeah I don't know I just want to keep it just like in motion in a circle no for like real. you give love they give love it's just there's no reason to, to yeah. not well, so you said you said there's enough space for everybody, you know that that's more true than it was a hundred years ago with the yeah. internet. Yeah. Because now everybody has access to about seven billion people, you know what I'm saying? And you only need Sheesh. like one million of those people to buy something from you, to get you, you know, wherever you want to go, or to look at you to get wherever you want to go. Because if you get one, if you get a million buys That'd on, be crazy. on a bag, right? Thing is, that's still a fraction of the population. Right. Like, you know, I think there's like a hundred millions in one billion. I might be bugging. Um, and then at this time, <laughs> seven, bro. That's like crazy math. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, it's crazy that you say it because I feel like a lot, of, a lot of times, we've had this conversation multiple times too with just like thinking that the people that are currently invested in your, in your work are it. That's not it. Nah. There's still there's still so many more people in the world. Not yeah. even just not even just in your state, in your country. Bro, there's still so many people in the world that have not seen your work yeah. that need to. Ooh. So you gotta stop basically like putting your own work in a box and yeah. being like just just know that like there's so many more people that could be listening to to your work. There's so many more people that could be buying like a bag. There's so many more people that could be watching a film, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like the list just it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. You gotta look at your audience as like the people you haven't captured yet. Wow, I haven't thought about it like that before. You know what I'm saying? That's um, I think that's actually a very good strategy because it's competitive and what you call it is growth oriented because you're worrying or you're putting your focus on who you haven't captured yet versus who you do have. You know. Um, that's just good business modeling. <laughs> I've been I've been hanging out with a lot of business heads lately, learning how to do math. So that's a good one, man. I'm a, I'm gonna report back to them. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope they feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know different businesses operate different ways, but hopefully, yeah. hopefully everybody comes to consensus on that. On on that note, yo, how do you feel about um, 
Did you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever think you'd be a business owner? No, I still don't feel like it. Alright. So, like, as far as, I guess, like, I guess it's all mental, right? Outside of the whole actual, like, um, paperwork and all that stuff that you have to do. I personally haven't done none of that stuff. So that's why I'm saying a lot of people will be like, yo, how's the business going? And stuff like that. And I'll be like, I don't, I've never felt like this is a business. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like this is something fun. This is something, like, I can just do for people. Yeah, yeah. Um... But I think eventually it will get to that point where I'm like, all right, well, I guess I got to start looking at it from a different perspective, which is that business perspective. Mm -hmm. I just never want to lose that, like, the fun aspect, you know? No, you can't. You can't because then, then it's just no fun. You don't want to do it no more. Yeah. You know I mean, business sucks because business isn't, like, it's a lot of, like, practicality in a lot of times. And... You don't get to like just fucking wiggle around yeah. and, and fuck like I'm a mess for a reason, you know what I'm saying? I like I like being um spontaneous and, and dubious and all that shit. But yeah. Nah man, I don't know. Someone it was a, a mentor of mine yesterday showed me a really good quote. Um and you know, he said this to me. Yo, shout out Pete Peterson once again. Because <laughs> um, that's we, we shouted him out before on the show. This man stays giving me wisdom. Um, the fuck did he say? But there are certain individuals, and I think you're one of them, just going on what you say, who, like, they're able to find the balance. They're able to make work play. You know what I'm saying? They're able to make play work. And to some people, their the work looks like play, and to other people, the play looks like work. You know what I'm saying? I don't, that's why when I say I'm a writer, I feel like people think it's a lot of play. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I think it's perspective. It's like, perspective. When you said it, I didn't look at it like that. I think I look at it like you you would take it a lot more serious than maybe I would. Because I'm not a writer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, I can't I can't sit here and be like, oh, you're having a lot more fun because you're a writer. It's yeah. like, nah, I can imagine you're pro- you have the same stresses just in a different category. Well, yo, I mean, kind of. But I wonder if, if you feel like this. Because the stress I feel when I'm writing is not the same kind of stress I feel when I have to do my day job. You know what I'm saying? One's for you and one's not. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Like the big, that's the big difference. Do you, do you ever feel... I feel the actual like pleasure from the stress when I'm doing it for myself. Like The frustration is actually like good versus it's painful when it's something else or something I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like... My day job, there's a lot of stuff that I definitely, like, maybe, I definitely try not to complain. I definitely am trying to be as positive as possible in a lot of those situations. But there's things that I think for a lot of people that have day jobs, they don't want to do. Versus, like, when it comes to your actual, we'll say, side hustle or even, like, your own business. It's like, you know that the result is for you. It's not for, it's not for somebody else. Yeah. It's like, this is ultimately going to reflect on you. Okay. So being able to to put in the work and feel the stress from like for your own business is much more worth it because the reward is a lot higher. It's a more, it's I think it satisfies your pride a little bit more. Interesting. Yeah, no, no. I think it does. You want to say anything else? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I, I feel like, I just, I feel, I feel like it definitely satisfies your pride. Yeah. Pride is one of those, it's again, it's, it's a balancing act, you know, you need it. 
Shit, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> okay. So good. Um, shit, you guys got anything you want to ask? Anything you want to ask? Fuck it. Chill. You're just vibing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess one question that I have for you is where do you. I think a lot of people probably get this question, right? Like, the whole, like, where do you see yourself in, like, it could be a year, it could be five years, it could be ten years. I'm just going to say five. Where do you see yourself in five years? Fuck you. <laughs> and if you don't know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. That's, honestly, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. But, like, to jog your brain right now, where do you think you see yourself in five years? And, um, I was just kidding when I said fuck you. You know, <laughs> you know that. Um, what you call it? In five years... After this question, or do you want to ask? Okay. It's not hard to answer. How do you want to feel in five years? So Joe asked, if I can't answer that question, how do I want to feel in five years? I'll answer both. I want to feel similar to the way I feel right now. Because right now I feel very content and productive. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got over an emotional hurdle last year that I needed to get over. Um, and I've just been on a roll. And, you know, some days are high, some days are low. And that's, that's the way it goes. Mm -hmm. But if, so long as everything isn't burning down, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm okay with that. Yeah. And, like, I can, I can make do because it's just, it's always forward momentum. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing, too, you know, I actually, I know how I'm going to answer the, the, the first question, too. What another quote or another piece of advice I got from Peter Peterson um, is to think about one's life in phases. Or stages. So it's like every five years, you can you can kind of reinvent yourself. Every ten years, you can kind of reinvent yourself. Mm. And nobody gives a damn. You know no. what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, if you do one every five years, and you say, you know, you start when you're 20, you live until you're 65, you know, you got nine, nine iterations to go through, 45 years, right? Shit. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. Um... So at least this, this I, 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 where do I see myself in five years? This, this five years of my life, mm -hmm. I can answer that, is dedicated towards um, building, building. You know, I, I went through all this stuff I went through, however many years in school, how many years outside of school, and I'm in my early 20s, and I'm in that phase where I, I've got these skills I've got this knowledge. I've got, I know more things that I know what to do with. You know, with the thing about being like a database, like, bro, I know shit I will never need. Um, <laughs> or you think, you think, maybe, who knows, somewhere down the line. I don't know what world I needed to know that fucking octopuses have nine brains. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. That's funny. Did you know that? I feel like I've seen a video on that before. Bro. But I didn't, again, you never really know when it could come up, I guess. <laughs> you right? know what I'm saying? Octopuses are crazy animals, you know what I mean? I, I have this theory that if we go, they're next. You know what I mean? They're going to build the next civilization. Oh, shit. But I don't want to get into that because they just mad smart. What the fuck was I saying? Five years. Um, what you call it? I'm hoping to build this into some kind of business. You know what I'm saying? Um, to build my book writing into some kind of business. You know what I'm saying? It's really, this is, this phase of my life is entrepreneurship, Daniel. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not, this, this podcast is only one thing 
this is the most public facing thing I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? There's other things that I'm not really one other thing that I just kind of keep in my back pocket. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That I'm cooking and that might not, it might not be accomplishable in the next five years. And if it isn't, that's okay. I still have it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have certain dreams in my back pocket that I'm like, can't do it right now. Playing A through Z, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, So right now is like, you know, one friend called it Empire Building. I didn't like that she said that. But, you know, one could equate it. Or one could, it's an attempt. You know what I mean? Okay. Fucking, um, yeah. What phase of your life are you in right now, Renee? So, I definitely feel like, because you use the word building, and I still feel like, in a way, I am still building. Um, but I think I'm a little bit more, I think I'm becoming more conscious of a lot of the decisions that I make and the possible, like, outcomes. Mm-hmm. So, like, before making a decision to do something, I, I think about it, and I try to think about it in a couple of different ways. The first being, like, you know, what, what is this? And, like, of course, I think a lot of people, like, a lot of other people, like, how does this, how does this affect you? Mm-hmm. Like my myself as a person, how does this affect someone else, and how does this affect maybe like somebody that could see it? I don't know. Like, there's just a lot of different angles that I think I look at versus before. It's just being impulsive and making decisions just like that without thinking about anything. Yeah. So I think I'm a little bit more aware of like the decision that I make could affect somebody, could affect me somewhere down the line later. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I guess I try to be more aware of that. I'm not sure if that's like a specific phase or if like, that. You you know you're you're practicing being deliberate. Yeah, and being present. Yeah, like being present, being aware, being like, just being in the moment. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we think we can reflect, and sometimes we can get re- stuck on the reflection portion, like what we were in the past, what we did in the past, things we've been through in the past, and then sometimes we could do the opposite and say like, okay, like. What do I want to be? Uh, where do I want to be? How do I want to feel somewhere down the line? Versus like, where are you at right now? Mm-hmm. Being in the moment, I feel like, has definitely been something I'm trying to be more conscious of and try to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So that way, if I'm like around somebody, they like they know I'm there, they can feel that I'm there, and they know that like I'm basically just being a genuine person and not trying to like seek out like a benefit from you. like. You're not trying to just eat eat off somebody's plate. You're trying to you're trying to show somebody you're there to contribute to their life, not take from their life. Yeah, like be a be a resource instead yeah. of uh, just give more and take and take less. I wish a lot of pe- a lot of people got to follow that rule. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel I'm not sure if that's a phase. I guess, I, but I think it, so. It feels like a different like way of thinking within the past, like yeah. maybe two years okay i think i think we can describe that as a phase because as you were speaking my boy the finance guy over there he gave you know i think i could you inspired a better way to describe this phase of my life right now um you're in the process of learning to be more deliberate like i'm in the process of learning to work for myself yeah you know what i'm saying and be my own like boss and shit like that I think those are two very good places to be in our lives. How old are you, by the way? 26. 26. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said early 20s. I was like, okay, I'm on the back half of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm 23. I'm 23. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing the middle. You know what I'm saying? Um, Still a lot of time. 
It's still a lot it's of time. It's still a lot of time. No, I, but it's been going quick every year, I swear to God. Honestly, it just feels like that naturally, though. I think we're just so used to yeah. just like, you know, when you're younger, it seems like time is going by really slow. Yeah. You could be like, for example, just like sitting in the classroom and just like, yo, this day is taking forever versus like as you start to get older, you're starting to realize sun goes up, sun goes down, and that's it. There's not enough time in the day. Anymore. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, yo, now it's for real. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it. Um, I've actually done this multiple times. I was like, oh, we're ending. Nah, it takes a minute. <laughs> um, yo, Renee, thank you for, for being on the, on character development. Thank you for sharing with us your character development story. You know what I mean? Um, any any shouts you want to give? Any final words real quick? You know what I mean? I just want to say thank you for having me. Thank uh, you like I told you, I've never really done something like this before. Yeah. So I'm just... I'm glad I'm glad you reached out, man. Nah, bro. I'm, gl- I'm glad to help in any way that I can too, so. Sure, bro. Yo, I appreciate it, man. You know, and appreciate you for coming, bro. You know what I mean? You know, we we working. We we busy. So, of course. It's a it's a wrap, you know.